brutally honest with you, this episode is just going to be me because, quite honestly, we tried recording an episode, my internet died out, and then when, my, when then I had to, like, hook up, on, hook up on my phone, and then when I contact Tom again, he's like, ah, oh, something came up, give me an hour, and I kind of waited for, like, an hour, you know, about an hour of my time anyway, and I'm like, okay, fine, fuck it, I'll just record the, the thing, um, I'll just record the episode on my own because, quite honestly, I am I I I kind of felt bad for for um now recording something a week and uh, you know me I think to me um after a week we should at least upload one podcast per per week at least I think and if we can't do it a week we'll do it a week after like we you know a week is like the only time I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna take a break for, which is a week, but whatever, I mean, shit happens, it's, you know, you can't really, you know, you can't really fault it, it just fucking happens, and we gotta deal with it, and, you know, get, get you probably need to get used to me, like, doing, like, these one-shot episodes, which I, I know a lot of people are probably not a bit, not big fans of, but whatever, I kinda need to, you know, I'm already paying money for the for the hosting service, I'm paying like 30 bucks a month for the hosting service, and I figured, you know, might as well upload something, I mean, at least it's something, it's not the best quality-wise, it's not the most entertaining stuff, listening to me, um, ramble on and on about stuff for like 30 or so minutes, but it's something, you know, just, I'm sorry if I'm sounding like a little ticked off, because I am, and uh, I apologize for that because um, usually I don't really get ticked off ticked off at these things, but uh, this really bothered me, and um, I, I I hope it doesn't happen again because I, I really hate this shit. I really hate seeing. I I really I don't. I'm not I'm not that type of person who likes to get pissed off at these kind of things. I mean, if I get pissed off, I will I will usually take it out on something like. Um, you know, wrestling or, um, or a TV show or something like that. Just not, not, um, n- not like little stuff of, oh, my internet went down, so blah, 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 blah. It's just, it, it, it happens, and I'm sorry, but, you know, you gotta, you just gotta bear with me. Anyway, let's talk about WrestleMania. Um, we were supposed to, you know, me and Tom, we, we did record for like uh, 52 seconds before the um, before my internet went out and Skype dropped and, and all that wonderful stuff. And uh, we really liked it. Um, I really liked WrestleMania. I thought it was one of the best WrestleManias we've seen in a while now. I, th- I mean, and it's and it's kind of weird because last time you heard me, we last time uh, we talked about uh, WrestleMania, not WrestleMania. Last time, like we talked about the WWE product. We were kind of trashing it. I well, at least I was like really trashing it because I was not a big fan of um, Lesnar being champion, and I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of the booking. And I thought that the um, that the way that the that the booking was um, well, more specifically the build up towards WrestleMania was um, really garbage. I thought that they could have done it a little a lot better. And they could have, and I thought I thought a lot of things could have been done better. I thought that the Sting uh, versus versus Triple H um, versus Triple H feud could have been done 
uh, the build-up to that could have been done a lot better. But that was a good match. I thought that the, the match surpassed the the shitty build-up for that. And I thought that, um, you know, the Roman Reigns thing, oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> that that's a, that's a whole nother discussion. But, yeah, I, I, I still think that, yeah, the WWE fucked up royally with the Royal Rumble and the way they booked that match and... Just they, they just did not give a fuck during the Royal Rumble and it was it really hurt Roman and I think that he's he's gonna be the guy who's gonna hurt the most out of this because again, it, it you know, he wins the rumble, gets booed by everyone, is stuck in a feud with Brock Lesnar, and a lot of people are like, Oh, he's not ready, he's not ready, he's not ready and a lot of people still think that he's too green, a lot of people think that you know it should be Daniel Bryan again and it's it's just a whole mess and the way they handled it at WrestleMania was perfect I mean having Rollins come out and cash in during the match instead of like after the after the match is done I thought really helped save um save it from backlash because if Roman Reigns had left as the WWE champion then everyone would have been fucking pissed everyone would be like worst WrestleMania ever blah, 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 you know, and, uh, yeah, I thought that, that, uh, Rollins cashing in, uh, Seth Rollins cashing in, um, uh, during the middle of the match was much better than, uh, him cashing in at the end of the match, because we see, because uh, we see that, because we see heels, like, uh, cash in usually at the end of the match during, when it comes to WWE booking, the heel with the money in the bank briefcase usually cashes in, at the end of the match, as opposed to the beginning or the middle, and it's like you kind of wonder what, 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 well, what would happen if they would come in like at the middle of the match and then they would cash in and see what happens, and it, it, it's really interesting. I thought that they handled it really, really well. And as much as I'm, I'm not a fan of Brock Lesnar, I thought that he was booked perfectly in in the main event. Um, him and Reigns. Wow, they um they 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 surpassed the expectations and they put on a good match. I thought that um the beginning of the match when he just f fives him like fifty seconds into the fir into the match, I thought that was really entertaining, and like both these guys giving each other finishers and none of them want to stay down. And I like I like um I like uh, Brock when he when he's put in fast paced matches because I th I was really critical of the Undertaker match from last year because I thought that the Undertaker match from uh, last year was um, was very crappy because it was slow it was boring Undertaker looked out of shape and it's like oh really this is the match you're gonna build up to end the streak that's kind of fucking retarded but you know it. You know, Brock came, he, you know, didn't look weak. And that's that's the interesting thing about uh, the booking for this um, for this pay-per-view. None of uh, Ro uh, Reigns and, and, um, and Brock didn't look weak I in it. And I, I think that's kind of a rarity in the WWE nowadays when whenever they book a champion, especially a heel champion, they would make him look like a wussy. But I think Brock is like the only exception to that, and they made Brock look like a, look like a badass, and they made Reigns look like a badass. I mean, especially after the after a lot of criticism that happened with um with Reigns over the you know Royal Rumble win and the whole he's not ready, he's not ready, he's not ready bullshit, and 
I gotta admit, I mean, the ending was really great. I mean, Rollins coming out, cashing in the Money in the Bank briefcase in the middle of the match, and then just going to town on both on both guys, and then ending the show with him winning the title. I thought that was um, that was the right thing to do. That was the that was the way to, to to make the fans go home happy. That you know, a guy that they like is now the new champion, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see how uh, Raw plays out. I'm kind of really, really hoping that that uh, will be good, hopefully. <laughs> but knowing WWE and their track record of um, of uh, handling things, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, eh, you know. <laughs> it, it it could go either way is what I'm trying to say. And um, I don't know. I, I really liked WrestleMania. I thought it was really good. I thought the Sting match and, like I said, Sting and Triple H that was really good. I thought the Rusev and John Cena. Uh, match is pretty good. I mean, even though I don't really like Rusev, I, you know, said it a million times before, I really don't. Um, I don't like the guy. I think he's a fucking, you know, just another one of those guys who's going to be, um, who's going to get put, shoved down in the throats as like one of the big top heels, and then he's going to be a comedy jobber in like a few years' time. We've seen this done. We've seen this character done a lot of times before, and, um, he's nothing new. You know, is what I'm trying to say. He's nothing, um, he's nothing new. He's not, he, he isn't, you know, he's not going to change the face of wrestling, is what I'm trying to say. I'm still kind of iffy about Cena winning the title. I think, um, Cena winning the U.S. title, uh, U.S. title, like I said before, I think he's, he's kind of above it. I don't think that he is one of those guys who... I don't know. It just it just seems weird to see like the face of the company win a like a mid card title. I think that's kind of it's eh, kind of bullshit, especially especially since like the U.S. title has been like the most useless useless um useless fucking title on the on the on the on the main roster now, <laughs> which is kind of funny considering like the it used to mean something back in like the mid two thousands, but. Now it doesn't, you know, now that, you know, you only have, like, one main title, having two mid-card titles isn't gonna, isn't really gonna help, guys, is what I'm trying to say. And I understand, like, what they're trying to do with, uh, with having, like, Daniel Bryan and, and Cena win the titles and, like, try to give legitimacy to the, to the mid-card titles, but I think it's kind of, eh, you know, it's kind of too late for that because... Those ti- you know, at least the U.S. title doesn't really mean shit now, and even the even the Intercontinental title doesn't really mean shit now because we've seen it jump hands time and time again from Wade Barrett uh, to Daniel Bryan to fucking what's his face? Um, who was the last guy who held it before Wade Barrett? <laughs> to Miz, you know, it it just keeps jumping up and down, you know from one uh one uh, person to the other and it just kind of ruins the ruins the credibility of the belt for me personally because i think that it you know it used to mean something it used to mean something it, you know that belt used to be the belt to help the guy you know to help a guy who was in the mid card get over give him like a practice run with a belt and you know build him build him up for the main roster but nowadays the money in the bank is pretty much the new intercontinental belt you know because that's um, that's the thing that helps the young guy get over and uh, you know uh, get ready for the main event. Not the not the intercontinental or U.S. titles. The, those mean nothing nowadays. So I'm not really pissed off about Cena winning um, 
a bit, you know, uh, uh, the U.S. belt like so many people are because it's problematic or something like that. I don't know. It, it, it's just, eh, whatever. I, I, I personally, I think he's above above the belt, but, you know, whatever keeps him out of the main title picture is good enough for me, I guess. And um, congrats to Daniel Bryan for being like a Triple Crown champion now. Now that he's won the Intercontinental title, he's like a Triple Crown um triple crown champion in the WWE and that's really great I think that um, it's long overdue he's pretty much cemented his legacy as one of the best in-ring workers one of the best and most entertaining superstars of in the WWE since god I don't remember who but um, yeah it was it was really amazing I'm, and I'm glad that that uh, that they opened uh, the show with uh, with the Intercontinental Championship match because you know that the crowd had just been chanting yes 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 for um, for the billionth fucking time throughout the match, if the if uh, throughout the show, if they didn't like open up the show with Daniel Bryan, um, Divas match, and like I said, I did they really didn't impress me even after the whole give Divas a chance bullshit that they that they tried to that people on Twitter tried to to you know get going. I thought that the, you know I was like, look. It's not the women's fault that the booking is terrible. Like, they don't, you know, Vince does not give a shit about the Divas. He has never given a shit about the Divas. What makes you think he's going to give a shit about the Divas now, you know? <laughs> so, that was meh. And what else? Um, I'm not sure how I feel about Bray Wyatt losing to The Undertaker. Because he lost to, in his first WrestleMania, to John Cena. And now he lost to the Undertaker, and I'm like, okay, where does he go from here? It kind of—I wouldn't say it kind of kills his character. I kind of just think that when when you built up such an interesting character like Bray Wyatt, and then you have him built up with a mess with a massive feud with John Cena and uh, an Undertaker in both WrestleManias, and you don't have him come out on top in either in either match, you're kind of wondering, well, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to him now? Because he's, he's going to lose a lot of momentum from this loss, I think. And uh, I don't know how, what they're going to do with uh, Bray Wyatt now. Is he going to keep, is he going to keep, keep continuing to feud with Taker? Because Undertaker looked great. He looked a lot better than he did last year. Last year, he looked like total shit. <laughs> But he looked uh, really good this year, and uh, he put on a much better match than he put than last year, <laughs> which is kind of weird. But uh, there you go. I think uh, I think if Brock had actually given a shit and put in work <laughs> in that match, it would have been a lot better. But I don't know. And of course, you know, uh, might might as well talk about this. Brock uh, did confirm that he resigned with WWE, and. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, like I said, I'm not a big Brock fan. I thought that him being champion was kind of a waste because, again, you're just putting the belt on the guy and he's just a gimmick. You know, he's just like a spectacle. You know, he's like, you know, he's a part-timer. And I don't know how how I feel about you putting the belt on a part-timer, part-time guy just for a gimmick match, you know, just for build-up towards, like, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania, you know. And don't get me wrong, that was a great match, but still, like, you know, I, you know, the, the, you know, he's been champ, because again, he's been champion for like since August, so a six-month title reign for a part-time guy, eh, you know, I don't, 
I don't know, man. That's kind of that's kind of really pushing it for me personally. I think that you know, part-time guys should not have like long, uh, you know, long ass six six month um, six months reigns. I think you know, even The Rock like only held it for like what two or three, uh, like what two weeks or so before like dropping it to Cena at WrestleMania. So. I don't know, man. I just I did not like the decision of him being champion. I thought that him being champion and then no showing a a, a fucking month's worth of Raws is just kind of dumb. Like I hate this idea of a champion who just sits on his ass all day and comes in whenever he feels like it. I think that that kind of diminishes the title, especially like the hypocrisy of when. When Brian got injured and they're like, oh, we got to get, you know, you got to get stripped of the title because you're injured. But now it's like, oh, you know, Brock, uh, you know, you, you, you can not show, not show up whenever you want. It doesn't matter. And it's kind of, it kind of, it is kind of weird now looking back at it because considering like, why do you, why do they need to put the belts on Cena and, and Brian if uh, Brock's not going to stay? If Brock is not the champion, because like uh, the rumor was, they were gonna put the belt on Cena and uh, Brian to give the belts more credibility in case Brock, you know, in case they wanted Brock to be the the champion. But seeing as Brock is no longer the champion, you kind of wonder, well, what's the point of putting the belts on um, on Brian and uh, Cena if if uh, if uh, you know Brock is not gonna is no longer gonna be the champion. And it looks like maybe it's going to be like Brock versus... Maybe, I, I'm kind of thinking that maybe Brock's going to come back for, like, Extreme Rules and uh, face um, face uh, Seth and um, and Roman at, in, a, in a triple threat match. And I think that that would be really cool. I think that that would be a really badass um, triple threat match between the three, the three guys and... Uh, you know, we, they already gave us, like, one hell of a good triple threat match at the Royal Rumble. So, you know, I'm kind of wondering if, you know, I'd want, want to see the same thing done at Extreme Rules. I think that's really good. Um, Sting, I'm kind of wondering what they're going to do with Sting now, to be quite honest. Because um, he didn't win the match. He didn't win his match with Triple H. He lost, and it wasn't like a fucking... You know, Triple H didn't pin him cleanly. It was like Shawn Michaels, you know, super kicks him, and then, you know... Triple H goes for the cover one two three, so it wasn't like a clean victory. So I wasn't gonna, I wasn't pissed off with that, and I, I was kind of the run-ins. I thought that were kinda, that was kind of a little bit too much, but again, you know, you kind of need to give uh, the the feud a little bit more creative uh, credibility because, again, the build-up for this um, feud wasn't really very good, and. Um, you know, again, Sting is just like Lesnar is just is a part-time guy. He's not gonna appear in like every Raw, but when he appeared on on, on each Raw, they did try to do something special with him. So it wasn't like, oh, you know, there's Sting, you know, feuding with Hunter, you know, and they even like waste and and they even like had him come out and like fast lane and do like a confrontation with Triple H, which was really dumb because. <laughs> You could have had that confrontation on Raw at any time. You know, you didn't have to, like, have people go, oh, shit, it's Sting, and he's, he's going to make his first WWE pay-per-view appearance, and it's going to be a fast lane. Ugh, that was really terrible. <laughs> Again, like I said, 
the build-up towards this feud was not very good, but at the end of the day, the match paid off. It wasn't the most, you know, fantastic, best match I've ever, I've ever seen, but it was a really good match for what it was. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, in their prime, Triple H and Sting would have been, would have put on a much better show in their prime, but still... Like considering the circumstances and their ages, especially especially Sting. Uh, Sting is like, you know, he's like fifty five, fifty six or fifty five years old. And considering the fact that um, that he can still that he still looks good and can still work the way he did, really proves that you know again, age is just a number. You know, if you if you can put the work in, then you're you know you can achieve anything. So yeah, kudos to Sting for putting on a really good performance in his first ever WrestleMania match against Triple H. And I hope this isn't the last time we see of him in the WWE. So yeah, overall I think WrestleMania 31 was really good WrestleMania. The build up was the build up was shit, but overall I think it was one of the best WrestleManias I've seen in a long ass time. Two re- two good WrestleManias in a row. Good job WWE. Good job. Um yeah. That's pretty much all I wanted to say about it, and it's a shame Tom couldn't be here, but like I said, fucking internet issues and, you know, bullshit aside, <laughs> you know, it it really sucks, but you gotta bear with me, and again, I'm probably gonna be doing more of these, like, one-shot episodes, because I kinda need to, you know, <laughs> need to need to get this gravy train rolling again because it's been like a while since uh since I'm used to um, talking on a podcast so yeah expect to see more of these uh, short tidbit episodes and these do count as as the normal episodes so again yeah <laughs> so yeah thanks for listening and I'll see you all later bye bye.